Good evening. You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Oxland uh, Cafe at 720 Secret Alley. Uh, my name is Kasper, and I'm going to be your host for the next two hours. I hope your night is uh, going all right. And we're going to start with some new Polish music by Hania Rani.
was uh, Hanya Rani, and as you may have guessed, the song is titled Hello, her new release. A, a very talented uh, young Polish pianist. Uh, if you will ever have a chance to uh, see her live uh, here in the US, which she uh, does happen to play in, uh, definitely do so. I've uh, had this pleasure a couple months ago uh, here in San Francisco at the Chapel, which uh, a venue that never disappoints with the selections. Um, a beautiful, minimalistic uh, show in the color of, of red lights pointed at the solo, uh, solo artist uh, at the stage of the old mortuary. A beautiful concert and uh, great, great music. And I think this is the liveliest of anything that she's uh, ever released before. And for now, we're going to stay in Europe. Uh, we're going to stay in Germany. And we're going to listen to Oscar Sala, an electronic uh, music uh, pioneer, kicking in also somewhat calmly staying in the same uh, tonal realm as Hanya uh, Rani in some, at least, dimension, um, hitting on the notes of maybe symphonic, maybe classical, combined with uh, the more modern instruments.
the whole Oxland Cafe uh, seems to be looking a little bit confused based on this uh, experimental piece by Oscar Sala. But there was something in it uh, that when I heard it, uh, it really grasped my attention. I think it's the kind of out of tune of, an, uh, of a sound of a wobbly electronics um, combined with this classical rhythm and uh, experimentation. Anyway, uh, yeah, we slowed down a bit on the tempo, uh, but now we're gonna uh, pick it back up, and that might be the most eclectic three-song mix uh, you have ever heard. And right now, um, Pasalio, a British rapper with a very energetic piece, and let's hope to keep this energy for the, for the rest of the night at the Oxlang Cafe. Protect your energy. Why you keep wasting your energy? Never let them grow out the energy. They just want your focus because they're jealous. Protect your energy. Protect your energy. Protect the energy. They just want your focus because they're jealous. Protect your energy. Crown on my head, I was born shining day. Post in the dirt so we keep dying. I died a hundred times and I keep fighting. Crazy doing your people shaking and I'm still riding. Been anti with it and I was raised different. Never let no pussy in this world try pressure. Hold, hold spirit, diligent spirit. I'm on to everybody who try to take on my spirit. Hold spirit, diligent spirit. Who jobless, nobody can hold back. Why you keep wasting your energy? Never let them draw out the energy. They just want your fault because they're jealousy. Yeah, protect your energy. Why you keep wasting your energy? Never let them grow out the energy. They just on your focus and jealousy. Protect your energy. Protect your energy. Protect the energy. They just on your focus and jealousy. Protect your energy. Don't take too much time. Gotta run to the light. Yeah, you gotta run. Never let them grow out the energy. They just want your focus and jealousy. Jealousy. Yeah, protect your energy. Why you keep wasting your energy? Never let them grow out the energy. They just want your focus and jealousy. Protect your energy.
community radio for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.
Usta Me Ogrzej by uh, Breakout from their 1971 album called uh, Blues. Country of origin, Poland. Once again, the second representative of uh, my native country tonight at the Oxlink Cafe. Uh, the mood will stay a bit blue. And blue is in the name of the next song you're gonna hear. Um, which is not surprising based on the fact that uh, the name of the band is uh, Colorbox 1985.
The Moon is Blue by uh, Colorbox. Recently discovered, and I loved this song at the very, uh, very first moment uh, when, I, when I heard it. And the next song that uh, I had on my playlist for tonight, and then now feels like it really fits right after this one, uh, is a song by a band also from England. The previous band was from England, this one is from England uh, and France. Uh, it's Stereo Lab. Uh, the name of the song is uh, French Disco. So we're gonna have some distortion today, and this is the yeah, th this is the first uh, encounter with distortion if it comes to Oxland Cafe 14. Watch out, and uh, yeah, pay attention to the volume knobs.
Stereo Lab and French Disco from uh, 1995. French Disco, but I've discovered a song, not in France, I've discovered it in uh, Italy uh, last summer uh, on the train from uh, Milan to Florence. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful moment, beautiful memory. It was a vacation I've taken, which uh, pretty much had no plan included in it, and this uh, Florence trip was planned just the day before I hopped on the train. And yeah, this song uh, will always stay connected to, to that moment, that trip. Yeah. Um, but talking about French, uh, discos and French language and French proximities. Um, a friend of mine uh, recently has mentioned that his friend uh, is making very interesting musical projects in Brussels. Uh, I gave it a listen and I think that this guy's voice is incredible. The musical aspects of the, the, the compositions themselves uh, also very impressive and a bit lively. Um, take a listen to uh, Rosedad. I know I'm cold now For I'm not used to speaking You can't read the sign So listen to the story And then you'll decide Whether you're happy or whether we're sad You try to be a lover Well, the lovers don't try Calm down Don't talk now Oh, you cause all the shivers that go through my spine Like another winter, another hard time From the moment I surrender to the brown of your eyes You wanna be a lover Well, lovers don't lie
she's still speaking, you can't read the sight. Now you've listened to the story, you need to decide whether you're happy or whether we're sad. Straight from uh, Brussels, Rose Dog. Lovers don't uh, don't lie. I was while the song was playing, I was trying to come up with the best description because there's I'm almost there if it comes to uh, the comparisons to to other bands uh, that I've heard before. But the only thing I came up with is that this feels like a combination of um, Mumford and Sons uh, in terms of the um, the chord structure with something and i don't know with what the fuck <laughs> this is <laughs> this is combined with uh, but i'm sure there, there is something to be found there really good really good a wall of sound uh, beautiful um fuzzy loud guitar uh i need to ask the this friend of mine whether this is done just by just by this single guy in brussels or if there is many people involved because this is uh this is really really good um and as for now, maybe this fuzz guitar and the Stereo Lab song played before is gonna be the connector. For now, a band that uh, I wasn't listening to a lot in the past, but it's a it's a band that is very well, very well known, also in the distorted uh, territory. I was trying to discover what the hell do they have to offer, and uh, they do have to offer offer quite a lot. Uh, and this is mm, the song that I I think liked the most in my last weeks pursuit of uh, figuring out the misfits.
You are listening to BFF.FM. Uh, this is Oxen Cafe episode number 14. Uh, Where Eagles There by the Misfits. Uh, I really feel joyful uh, this week, having had the chance to discover the Misfits, having not listened to them uh, for the whole time when I was into this sort of uh, punk, distorted, very lively uh, music. I wish somebody introduced me to The Misfits before they introduced me to The Offspring. I love The Offspring, uh, but I think, yeah, this could have been a better better startup point. And there is going to be more. Uh, the next song is also going to be by The Misfits. Uh, oh, they don't have the D in front of them. So by Misfits. Um, the title of the song, Die, Die, My Darling. Uh, I didn't realize that I listened to The Misfits um, in the past in some certain capacity. So I bumped into this, uh, this song through Garage Inc, Metallica's uh, cover album. Um, the same one where they recorded uh, uh, Whiskey in the Jar uh, 4. So Die Die My Darling in Metallica's version was something that I was uh, playing on replay uh, quite a lot in the past. And now I've realized, hey, this is Misfits. And uh, yeah, let's listen to their version. So uh, watch out for the volume knobs.
Die Die My Darling by uh, Misfits. Good, uh, good distorted uh, energy for a bit uh, here in uh, Oxlang Cafe. And the notion of discovering a big band, which I have not really put attention into exploring before, is going to come back uh, in around 20 minutes, because we're going to approach the moment uh, we're in the new formula of the two-hour show. Uh, we listen to a full album from cover to cover with some more or less coherent comments from your host's side. As for now, a song called Happy House. I've also, I've also gotten introduced to it uh, by another band or another musician. So The Weeknd is uh, the one that introduced me to those, uh, to those sounds um, by sampling it. And a couple weeks ago, we went to a San Francisco bar called Phone Booth in the Mission, uh, and they have um, I always forget how you call that. I've got Pablo here in the studio with me. Pablo, uh, how is this thing in a bar uh, where you can pay money for playing music from CDs? How is that called? A jukebox. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, exactly. There was a jukebox in Phone Bar. Uh, in phone booth uh, and this was one of the songs uh, that somebody has uh, chosen to play uh, out there and I realized oh I know it but I did not know the original so off we go with uh, Happy House
Susie and the Banshees uh, with the song Happy House. Um, thank you, Mr. The Weeknd, the Canadian music wonder. Um, Canadians have a lot of great musicians. Um, Leonard Cohen, The Weeknd, Justin Bieber, he's alright. Drake, I'm sure there's plenty, plenty more. But yeah, uh, uh, Pablo, um, when is the last time you've used a, a jukebox? here right now oh yes yeah well I've, I've actually uh, um, I'm ashamed of saying that I've never used one uh, because they don't exist where I live at but I've always wanted to so that's why I'm happy to be your friend and you're still you know getting into wanted to use jukebox so you've never never pushed a dollar bill not here not yet um, good thing that Oxland Cafe has one. Oh yeah <laughs> but you know the thing with <laughs> the thing with jukeboxes like something I've learned here in the uh, in the US is that you push the the dollar in then the second dollar in you get a number of the songs that you want to uh, you want to play and you, then you push the buttons you select the ones that you want to play and they just never never come up I think the waiting time is just insane they're very popular yeah yeah like the, that time in phone booth that I that I've just mentioned okay uh, I think we've selected 10 songs, we put a lot of money in there. Uh, we stayed in the bar for two hours, we played pool, uh, met new people, and none of the, <laughs> like literally none of the songs that it's we just decided a catch. to play. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just uh, yeah, like randomly playing uh, the songs from the playlist of all the songs that <laughs> Jukebox, Jukebox is making available, and just collecting, collecting the cash. Have you ever listened to Chinese music? No, actually, I don't. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, it's n not very, not very typical uh, to get into that in in Europe, in the U.S., wherever uh, we'll be. Oh, there we go. Sorry, technical issues with the crowd. <laughs> um, I have a Chinese song that I would want to play in the jukebox. Let's go for it. Um. The song uh, that I know originally from a cover as well. It seems like there is a theme emerging. Uh, so there's this guy named Zhao Peng. And I think it's, I could call him the salesman of uh, Kef loudspeakers officially right now. Okay, it's cool. a, <laughs> I've heard a song called The Moon Represents My Heart by Zhao Peng uh, around the time when I was uh, looking for a stereo. Uh, to buy and this guy has this deeply bassy voice mm -hmm. that is mixed in the in the mix of the song it's mixed right in the middle like center phantom center channel and it just feels like the guy is sticking out of so, the so this is part of your loudspeaker test exactly yeah repertoire. I mean yeah so this this is this is how I got to know this song uh, but the version that I uh, that I'm gonna put up right now uh, is Another cover of the same song, not the original, but the version that I've learned that uh, that's the one that made the, the song popular. Uh, and before I play it, I've learned about a fun fact about it. Uh, so the singer of the song uh, in this version is Taiwanese. Mm -hmm. um, and apparently um, in the, I think that was in the 60s or 70s, the Taiwanese uh, because it was so difficult to, to, to communicate 
Taiwanese information to mainland, mainland uh, China, they would build up, like build out of concrete, huge loudspeaker arrays at the edges of their islands that were closest to the mainland China. Uh, and they would literally blast Taiwanese music <laughs> to China uh, to just basically show the people orally that uh, Taiwan is not as bad as the mainland Chinese uh, <laughs> painted. And I've learned that this is one of the songs that was blasted <laughs> from those huge concrete made uh, loudspeakers from Taiwan. So let's blast it. To China. Let's blast it. But it, it, this is not a banger, but it's a beautiful song. Let's put it that way. Uh, the moon represents my heart. Teresa Tang. Ye 
亮代表我的心。I'm Amanda Guest, and I founded BFF.FM because I believe in the power of community radio to change the music scene.
that was uh, one of Rick's point never a regular at uh, Oxlang Cafe the Russian American DJ that uh, according to a Finnish friend of mine clearly uses plugins in the creation of music when this Finnish friend of mine shared this uh, opinion I could clearly see a, a certain amount of disgust on his face as if he preferred the the analog option uh, way more so it's 9 p.m. Uh, one hour left until the end of uh, the 14th gathering at the Oxlang cafe and uh, that means in the new structure of the show uh, listening to an album cover to cover and today's album is uh, by a band that I embarrassingly uh, have to admit have never really dug into. The band is Radiohead and the album is Kid A. I've been talking to, to, to a couple of, uh, couple of people about this aspect of not knowing Radiohead beforehand and hey, I was asking them, hey, which album should I start with? And Pablo, do you think Kid A <laughs> is the way to go if it comes to... That, that's exactly what I was telling you before starting the show, that uh, if you've never listened to it or Radiohead, that at least this is the, the album that brought me into it, not wanting to bias anything uh, out of what you're about to listen to. But if anyone has ever listened to Radiohead, Kid A, they're probably going to say that Kid A is the album. What, what is it that's... Because I, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've heard... Uh, I know you're a fan. Mm -hmm. I know you, you're you into Radiohead and you've, you've probably heard all of their uh, albums Almost by so. now. Uh, is there something... What is it that makes Kid A like the, the way to to start what is, what is it about Radiohead and, and their story and I know they've been evolving what is it that makes this one what what makes me biased I think core. about it yeah it's basically the, the the fusion of instruments of music and, that, and music that they bring into it so you might be ready for some eclectic electronic music in production with some rock and very far away from the conventional songs that everyone hears from Radiohead and talking from my personal story like the we're about to listen to the first song I ever listened to from Radiohead right now okay. and which is the, the song that made me just you know blew me away and it was also about the time that when learning music learning electronic music production really like hit me and punched me right in the face saying like there's something in here alright well I, I'm quite excited let's 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 get into it then um, so yeah, uh, ready with uh, the first song of the Kid A album. Let's get it aligned and uh, put the dollar in the in the jukebox. It clearly clicked. That's really bad jukebox sound. <laughs> Let's hear it.
Everything in its uh, right place. Song number one from Kid A. The first thought that I have in my mind <laughs> is what the hell is he talking about? I, I looked at the lyrics mm -hmm. and he's talking about waking up sucking on a lemon. Yep. I will What's he saying? What is Tom York saying? What you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious about <laughs> where this is gonna go. I, I actually, I, I, that, that's a good thing. Like, I never really even researched about like, the meanings of the lyrics. I, what, what I found really interesting about the song and the album in, uh, by itself is that um, what, what it actually meant after like OK Computer. So basically the story, the most famous album is OK Computer, right? If, if you hear about the pop and rock culture that they had. And after that, they just had like writer's block and they hated each other and they couldn't do it anymore. And they got into this kind of different kind of music where they mixed synthesizers electronic music and like Tom York said it that he just discovered like Aphex Twin and which you could hear a little All bit right. in there yeah. um, and that that just brought him into it um, and we'll continue to listen a little bit more but so it's so, so okay okay computer that's the, the previous album and, and we're talking like Karma Police okay and that's like 1997 seven okay so three years after yep. that 
uh, we've got Kiday and we can think of OK Computer. I haven't heard that album, but we can think of it as more the main, you know, main like kind of mainstream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's an amazing album. Don't get me wrong, but, but lacking the electronic touch. That's yeah, a bit or the studio. Yeah, they, they did. There, there's some samples in there, and and if you listen to it, you'll hear like there's some vocoders. But not like this. Like this is like the main the main instrument here is like it's a piano. I think it's a Rhodes, mm -hmm. you know, like electric piano. But then all the sampling and synths and their own voices being sampled in loop backwards and all that, you know, crazy yeah. Tom York mind created music. Um, it's definitely not heard in other albums before this. After after this album, you can start radio. You, you, it, this really turned the direction of Radiohead of being a unique unique. Um, artist, so yeah, and you can definitely right. hear that more in, in the rest of the album. So the next one, uh, Kid A. Th so I have to admit that after the first song, mm -hmm. uh, I'm getting like just the atmosphere of of the album, how it starts. Yep, feels a bit unsettling. Super, f like super full, uh, musically, tonally, wonderfully mm -hmm. recorded and interesting, but almost like. The mantric. I have no idea what the guy is saying about sucking on a lemon. He does mention Kid A in the lyrics of the first one as well, and now the next song uh, called Kid A. Super curious. I'm gonna pull up the lyrics. Uh, pay attention to that one, let's and uh, let's see what we got.
That was Kid A, and to be honest, uh, I wonder if we, because I, I feel like there is a momentum that mm -hmm. the end of the previous song has added, and I have a feeling that we should keep going with the next one. Is that a right the uh, right guess? This might because it felt like yeah, there's like some weirdness, some vocoder, some I still don't know what he's saying, but it feels like the the drums are announcing something. Just to keep, to keep on going. And is and there is there something in there? Uh, yeah, like, and actually, for all our fellow nerds listening into Oxlan Cafe, it's a ring, ring modulators, what goes through, like, what the voice was used to be uh, processed in this case. Right, the, yeah, I, okay, I, is that, my first uh, the, the way of qualifying that would be uh, that it was a vocoder. Was that a vocoder using ring modulators, or was that ring using modulators? Using ring modulation, yeah. yeah like, uh, the same idea, I don't, don't know exactly the setting that was used, but yeah, basically the vocoding uh, kind of processor with uh, really, uh, really fucking modulation. Really fucking weird, I have to say. I'm Indeed. still in the, in the kind of anxious vibe. <laughs> but, but that anxiety, you, I, I think you're, you're completely right. And, and as you say, like, uh, we, we should keep going on how that those drums, like that kind of swingy drums. Yeah, they, showed, know, up, kinda they showed up at the end. And yeah, like keep you going. You think that it's over and suddenly it's like, just wants to, you know, you start dancing to it a little bit. Um, okay, I'm, I'm super curious. What well, the next song is uh, the, called? National, uh, the yeah. national anthem. Is this gonna be the anthem? That's what I'm kind of expecting. But let's see, the national anthem. So this is clearly not being the national anthem. Why is it called the national anthem? I don't know. But this is it. <laughs> God damn it.
I, I have to say that this uh, brass section was... Uh, oh, it's not over yet. Yeah, the brass section was quite incredible. All right. I like Just it. like this like rough texture kicking in. Complete explosion for the first time uh, at this album. Uh, and it really was, like from the previous song, the, the, the ramp up of the drums really uh, advertised mm -hmm. uh, what Some happened here. Something that I've learned like after re uh, like listening through it, a really quick note is that that was inspired from the Town Hall Concert album by Charles Mingus. All right. So that album, they called it like an organized chaos. And that album seems to have that crazy brass, which coming from Charles Mingus doesn't surprise me just a single bit. And this this really felt like I think that's that's really well put. That this was really organized. <laughs> okay, yes, I love this one. I think my favorite so far. The previous ones like they set up some some yeah, yeah this kind of weird vibe. I didn't know what was going on, but now that the music got me, it's one of their best ones. So. Completely. Yeah, but I I still feel uh, tricked. This wasn't a a national anthem. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but it wasn't. Uh, how to disappear completely. Let's uh, see what's the um, recipe by Tom York.
BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Community radio, all your friends are doing it. That was uh, how to disappear completely. I have to say I love those strings. Uh, I wonder if those th- those were that, that must have been a real orchestra, mm-hmm. right? They don't they don't fuck with plugins yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the Russian DJ. No, not at all. Like that was no incredible. And like the, the, the I don't know, going into dissonance dissonance territory. That that uh, really cool. And also from from what I was hearing from the lyrics, that sounded quite quite sad again in the kind of atmosphere territory I'm not here it's not me I'm not here um, kind of explains that mood, that mood that they had for the moment so almost like all being said they were mentioning that the band almost broke apart after the other album they were having a rough time creating this album so I think it really creates um, what you just mentioned that like it's really like shown with that yeah. all the, that sadness and isolation so, yes that's I don't know, super stressed that's <laughs> uh, what it sounded like but musically musically beautiful and I think it still keeps the the theme of the um, controlled chaos or however you organized chaos organized organized chaos exactly um, the next one uh, three fingers mm-hmm is this gonna be some Tolkien shit? Some and three fingers? Are we talking? About, what are we talking about? I st- I'm still not getting York fully. I have to admit, but I, I feel like this this is like depth that I just don't have access to without the context. I, I think that's the beauty of this album, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listening Radiohead for the first time, I think this is the full experience. Yeah, I'm I'm like intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the guy is saying. I still I, st- I still maybe in this song, the last song that was like the most obvious. Yep. Let's see what he's. What he's saying in three fingers, expecting uh, Tolkien vibes. So, the Lord of the Rings song. Here we go.
tap. Okay, let's let it ring out. Alright, so well, um, we had three fingers uh, first, mm -hmm. uh, then without a break, we went on to optimistic. Um, three fingers could have been a Tolkien thing, I don't know, no lyrics in there. No lyrics, uh, more of an ambient track. I clearly, yeah, I think that's the, the one that I understood best, <laughs> if it comes to the message <laughs> sent, by, sent by the band. As, as the three fingers? Or three fingers, or yeah, yeah, there was no okay. lyrics, yeah. It was the easiest to, to get. Uh, and optimistic, this one. I For some reason, I, I don't trust Tom York and what he's saying. I have a deep feeling that this is a, a completely sarcastic uh, sarcastic song. It, it definitely sounds like it. And although it's like, in hindsight, it's really interesting as that's the, that's the most similar sound that you're going to get from the band in further albums, in future okay, so albums. Okay, so this is, this is like, a, like an ad or... or the gist of it what they become. It could perfectly be yeah. it, yeah. And and if you listen to more like two thousand like two thousand seven album like in Rainbows and albums like that, I think you get more of this feeling, not as experimental. Still, you get like mm -hmm. that a little bit like a lot of sampling and a lot of uh, crazy stuff in there. But it's the most melodic and alternative rock that you get from them. So. Are you liking it so far? What's your, how's your first Radiohead experience? I, going? Man, I don't know. I don't think I was. I have been punched in the face. Uh, like c comparing it to, to how you described your encounter with the first song of the album. Yeah. Um, I think it's um, sonically complex enough for me to, for, for it to catch my attention. Mm -hmm. But the like the first immediate intuitive thought is like, hey, this is maybe not my not my gem in general. Yep. <laughs> like, no, that's it. I think Absolute. this. Is, yeah, it feels like like you know a thing to appreciate. Uh, but I. Do not like fully just get it yet, and I'm. Um, but but there is yeah. It, yeah. Com it comes with time. I can tell you that. Like, uh, I think it's 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 a very. I think it also gets you close to your current personal moment. I think, and and that's the beauty of music. Yeah. I would say I think everyone can share that feeling. Um, but th this this album specifically is one that always comes back for whatever reason. So, and everyone might have that with different albums, yeah. but specifically this one and Radiohead Music has that. I'm, I'm sounding like the final Radiohead Defender, like to be open. <laughs> like, I love them. It's not it's not my favorite band, but yeah. it is one of my main influences in listening to music for sure. So, how, how old were you when you bumped into oh, you're gonna You're going to age me. Nah. <laughs> not too long ago. I mean, it's like it's part of studying recording and audio engineering right yeah. and it's like i guess it was 20 22 all right or something like that and yeah it was like they, they showed it to us because of the comp complexity of the rhythms in the album which is it's a very gotcha. rhythm rhythm rhythmic oriented and like uh, fusion in this album like more into the jazz area and odd metering so yeah i guess that's that's why it really hit me that i was also exploring other bands and progressive rock and progressive yeah. metal and and suddenly this was like very fresh and and thanks to this i discovered synthesizers and and by the way shout out to mission since today <laughs> I, I went to see around them today the for the first one around the corner from yeah. the yoxling yeah yeah, okay. uh, yeah. also awesome, awesome spot if you love since uh and definitely will be 
getting back there soon. So. Do you think? Do you think? Uh, well, I wanted to ask if Tom York would buy shit in Mission. Fence. Oh yeah, for sure. Does he play synths? So or is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. this is like, and and actually, one of the fun facts of this album is that he he didn't know about synthesizers before this, and um, that's where he or, or or like didn't really play piano, and then this yeah. is a very piano keyboard heavy. Uh, album and like all all of the background and the modular. We we're talking about ring modulators before. Yeah. Like that's a very common uh, module in in modular synths to create new frequencies in your content, right? Gotcha. Um, and yeah, there's there's stories about you know uh, him like Tom York and Johnny Greenwood just kind of like popping into you know synth stores and we're, with just chatting with your friendly synth so shop friend uh, folk uh, and having some good time jamming. Who's who's Johnny Greenwood? The guitar player, the one of the most. Okay, famous. see now I'm. Uh, I think I'm understanding the title Three Fingers. <laughs> How <laughs> even, is that? Even better. No, I I was just no three like three woods Greenwood fingers guitarist. Oh my god! Yes, please, please. Bring is that us not it? Is it deeper than that? Bring, bring, bring <laughs> us to the next song, please. We'll get there. <laughs> but Tom, <you're>, yeah, <laughs> I just. <laughs> The only last thing I wanted to say about this optimistic song that we just heard, is I, I really, it really don't. Okay, I should just cut it. Yeah, I, d I don't trust Tom York. I think he doesn't think uh, in this song. I think that trying the best you can. I is think Tom York doesn't trust himself either. So that could like oh, very audible in that one. <laughs> so now let's see uh, how in limbo sounds like.
you're listening to BFF.fm. We're at uh, the Oxland Cafe listening to uh, Kidei, Radiohead's album from the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, we have 10 minutes of airtime left. Great. But uh, I think around 15 minutes of the album. So we're going to have to make some compromises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. And I think I would defer to you a little bit in, in terms of choices or w- what we should uh, what we should go for like we've got I guess option number one is we keep on going song w- after song I would definitely keep on going because the song that's coming up now is a fantastic song it's the best on the album it's not we've already listened to what <laughs> many of the best I already so uh, like yeah. the compromises that we do I think is fine already uh, yeah. this is very personal if someone is listening might hate us because the last song yeah. might be their favorite but Idiotech, which is the one that's coming now, yeah. it's a very good song. Um, and then we can just play it by ear and see if we should compromise uh, one or the other two. But I would definitely play the next song. Okay. Just, just so you hear the... What we've been talking about, like how they started adding electronic music and samples and drum machines and that experimental music that came into this new album and new path that they took away from OK Computer. So uh, as for Idiotech... If you were, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. If you were to describe this song, <laughs> in terms oh of its feel, uh, no, in terms of its feeling, uh, or what you might remember, uh, in three words, some adjectives that you'd put to it. Given the, you know, kind of just like tricky, maybe minor, key, yeah, anxious of a vibe before. What what is this that we're getting into right I, now? I'd say reflective. Mm-hmm. Reflective is one that comes a lot with this. Um, and yeah, so like, uh, so, so like something to think, uh, so music to probably to think, if that if that's mm-hmm. some a concept that can be thrown in in this night in Oxford. All right, music to think. Let's uh, let's see how idiotech sounds like.
So that was Idiot Tech. Um, while we were listening to this, you mentioned that the, the word that you were looking for in, instead of music to think was something something else. Oh, uh, yeah, if you want me yeah. to shut up, I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Never. Mus music to focus oh, rather than like think was a more accurate word for this maybe. But yeah, the repetitiveness and the mantra kind of music that this came, uh, that the re this reminds you too with the voices and the drums and everything is really good. So yeah, to, so to me, for some reason, I mentioned this to, to you off air uh, as well. But I don't know, those drums at the beginning, dissonant, uh, dissonant sounds super, I don't know, give me hellish vibes. But that's because yeah. of, uh, I'm not saying that it's bad, like hellish bad. It's just, it's a great e song. Evil sounding music yeah, it's from the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could, I, could, I could imagine seeing kind of everything being on fire uh, all around. Yep. With that. Okay, guys, uh, thanks a lot for uh, joining us night for the 14th episode of Oxen Cafe and the uh, largest thanks to uh, Pablo Thank for you dropping for by for me. a beer. It's been a pleasure to be at Oxen Cafe and hopefully yeah. <laughs> I'll be here soon enough. That's your best bar in the in the neighborhood. It is uh, indeed. <laughs> All right, uh, we don't have much time left so uh, we're gonna finish up with the next song on the album but uh, if you want to finish the whole uh, whole record do it uh, by yourselves. We'll see you uh, in two weeks in episode 15. Have a good night. <laughs>